0: hi guys and welcome to another podcast with lily the host of elected outcast (laughs) okay so this is our third published podcast wow we made it number three (laughs) okay so today's title is so you realized you're traumatized now what you realize that there's trauma in your life in your past and now that you've realized it it's almost like the carpet has been pulled from under you what you thought to be a foundation was broken bricks on top of broken bricks and what you realize because for the majority of people i would say um, trauma comes from upbringing And for those people, what they thought to be normal, what they thought was just life, Um, healthy, regular, for the average person was just not. And for other people, it's a situation that happened that just, whoa, shook you to your core, put doubt and fear in you and just shook you up whether you're the person that had trauma through situations or the person that had trauma from upbringing you know what kind of conversations do you have around your trauma that's the conversation I want to have today there's so many things we can talk about in this topic but this is the one we'll focus on today There's three things that I want you to take from this by the end of this podcast. The first one is God's role in your change and your growth. And I will speak on how he's worked in me in dealing with me. Trauma situations and then the second one is you are more than your trauma and your burdens you're more than that so not every conversation has to be surrounded around that because you're more than that you're a complex individual with interests with passions with love and if you're listening to this and other type of self-help works you're a person who desires change you're a person with a growth mindset the third thing is reflect on where you stand on your healing journey three things i want you to know god's role in your life in this healing i want you to know that you're more than the situations that you've had to deal with and i want you to reflect where are you on that journey so during the summer, this past summer, the summer of 2022, I really came to a true realization of the traumas I've just had to deal with, and also traumas that were just accruing that were just like adding up, and so in that moment in time I had a chance to really just sit with it I think that God was working in me in the way that he was preparing me for those conversations because a sister in my church was very close to my grandma she actually told a now friend of mine to reach out to me and I spoke with this girl We had a lovely conversation and we got to this topic of traumas, things that have hurt us, things that are so deep inside that God wants to reveal to us that are in there so that we can address them, so that we can confront them. And so I was able to realize how much certain events, certain um, treatments from other people were affecting me. And then in that same summer as I showed before, um there was a situation that was awful in itself, but that awful situation reminded me of another awful situation that had happened to me. And that also like shook me. I'm like, if I like I was just trying to realize, am I a person that people think can be victimized? Like, am I a person they see as an easy target? And if so, why? And my coworker, mentor, friend, she told me something that I felt applied and was one of the reasons was that. Abusers don't go for the loud person, the person who's going to talk, the person who's going to say something about it. They go for the person they see is quiet, reserved, basically will take it. And so that's when I was like, oh, hell no, I'm not going to be that person anymore. I'm going to find power in my voice. I'm going to find power in who I am and god just kept putting this on on me like to confront to realize to change and um after the conversation i had with the my church friend um after the conversation i had with my friend who was told by a sister at our church to reach out to me i felt so motivated i was like yes i'm gonna deal with this trauma it's gonna be hard but i i need to be free from it right and that following week is when i started therapy talks on my instagram oh my god like the impact that therapy talks has had on me is just amazing for a span of a few months i was just on my instagram i was talking to you guys about my traumas how i wanted to change from them how i was going to publicize my healing journey i got vulnerable with you guys i told you about the situations god was allowing me to be in the people he brought back into my life from years ago just so i could have a conversation with them and then they were out again and how he allowed that so that i could heal And I think it's so easy for us to say and blame God. Like, he allowed this to happen to me and look who I am now because of it. He allowed that and he didn't prevent it. Why, why do people still get to hurt other people? And, and like, why do bad things happen to good people? And, and I, I don't think you guys understand and realize choice. Freedom in our choices. People had the freedom to do good, but they chose to do bad. And it affected you. Those people in that moment hurting you were probably not seeking God. And if they were capable of hurting you when they were seeking God, they were not seeking him with their whole heart. They were not earnestly, honestly seeking God if they were truly capable of hurting you. Whether that's sexual assault, whether it's verbal and, and mental abuse, physical abuse. Because when they are in the spirit of God, they move in the spirit of God. They do things to please their spirit, the spirit of God, not their flesh. Not their flesh that says, I'm angry, I'm going to hit you. I'm angry, I'm going to yell at you. I'm, I, I need to um, fulfill the desires of my flesh. I'm going to touch this person inappropriately. I'm going to harass them verbally. They say, I'm going to please the flesh. They don't say I'm going to please the spirit and do things honestly and be respectable um, and respect other people, their body, their minds, their beings and respect them that I'm not going to disrespect them and abuse them. So I just need you to understand that God is not who hurt you, but God is the one who's willing to put things into place so that you can heal from that. So that you can heal from the hurt that this world has imposed over you. So that you can see the world in, in its truth. But so that you can also see the beautiful things in this world. So that you can have a connection with Him and say, Wow, you're my fortress. You're my friend. You're willing to help me. You're willing to pull me out of this suppression. You're willing to pull me out of anxiety, loneliness. You're willing to be my friend and love me. So let's just circle back to the situation I was in during the summer. God put people in my life to lead me towards confronting what was inside that I chose to suppress. That I chose to ignore that time and time again. I would try to forgive. I would try to move past, but I just couldn't. But it wasn't my time to be healed yet. So I started my therapy talks. I was so much more comfortable and fine. I was like, the same people who were doing like who were doing me dirty can hear this. I don't mind. Just know, let them know, like let them see. I have a voice. It wasn't, yeah, let's just stick with that. I had a voice and I was going to use it. So I talked about sexual assault. I talked about parental issues with one of my parents. Um, I talked about personal situations without trying to try to be vulnerable, but without sharing too much. Because not everyone needs to know your business, but if it helps someone, if it edifies someone's life to know just the gist of it, be vulnerable, be vulnerable, and that's the same it goes along this line of like conversations, and I want you to know how to have these conversations and how to um have conversations around being vulnerable about your past, and just be mindful too, like the Bible says, "Don't give your pearls to the pigs. What does that mean? Don't give things so precious to you, your heart your story your history your past your future your thoughts your mind to the pigs who don't care who don't care that you're different who don't care that you've been changed who don't care about you who don't love you who don't see you with care Don't give it to the pigs who could could care less, who still want to live their lives however they want to live their lives. Don't. Keep it to yourself. But there are situations where this can edify someone's life and change them for the better too. And that's what I saw my therapy talks for. I saw it as a moment and an opportunity to bring people along in the healing journey because I know I'm not the only one and I find peace in that. And the people who reached out and said, thank you for saying this and talking about this. I've gone through a similar situation. I've gone through a different situation, but that still edifies me. Um, and I thank you guys, too, who reached out and were vulnerable, too. And I'm just woo, taken back when, when, I, when I think back at that. I'm just like, wow, like... Uh, it made me so happy that people were responding to it because they felt the same. And I was like, it could be two, six people. And honestly, let's be honest here. It's only seven of you consistently listening to the podcast. <laughs> and even just that number is enough. Because that's seven, that's six, or that's three lives who are changed, who are willing to change, who are looking to better and and strengthen themselves. Moving forward after publicizing my um, my uh, therapy talks, my traumas whatever uh, i want I want us to look into the symptoms that I had from that trauma that were still living with me, even as I was just suppressing what was inside it was loneliness, it was inferiority complex, thinking I was less than others it was insecurity in in things of myself and of my character, of my personality, was people pleasing, sacrificing myself for the sake of esteeming who people thought I was, to better the idea people had of me, pleasing them even though it meant sacrificing me. And it was overcompensation in many situations, it was a seeking love in the wrong places so those symptoms influenced my decisions and my choices and I had to just reflect on that too in that healing journey and so the conversations that I would have when I came to the realization of the impact that the trauma had on me it was reflective yes I was reflecting on the symptoms, I was reflecting on my past decisions, I was reflecting on what had happened, but those conversations many times were negative. I would victimize myself, like, wow, can you, like, I, I just, I can't believe that this happened to me, I can't believe this is who this person is, you know, and they did that to me, and like, how, how cruel, how heartless. Overall, I was upset, I was angry. and that's reasonable. You can be angry, you can be upset. you've just realized what is true. what is your past? What is that situation? you know you're realizing the effect, the feelings and emotions you have about it and and I was also angry and upset that that was a part of my life that was a part of my past. It's like some it's part of the journey that is written within me. But looking back and reflecting on some of the podcasts that I've listened to, there's this podcast that Cole Sprouse did. I think the title was something around having a narcissistic mother. And he mentioned something, and I have to highlight this. And it was essentially saying that some of the most influential, positive, and intellectual people are people who dealt with trauma. But they changed... The direction, the tone, and the intention of the conversation when it came to trauma. So, some of the most positive, influential, and intellectual people aren't just people who went through it, but they're people who grew from it. They're people who changed the direction that their mind was going to go to when they tapped into that. They're people who were going to change their intention when they brought up trauma. Wasn't an intention to victimize themselves, it was an intention to grow. So, I need to ask you a few questions. Do you see yourself as a victim? A victim to this life, a victim to the situation, a victim to the trauma, a victim to that person. Do you see yourself as a victim? Do you enjoy the pity, the excessive empathy? And the coddling that you receive when you have conversations about trauma? Do you enjoy that excessive empathy? Ask yourself if the conversations you have around trauma reflect your answers. Sometimes pity, empathy, and coddling will come with the conversation. No, empathy. Empathy comes with the conversation of trauma. But the excessive empathy, the pity, the coddling comes from the way that you present the trauma. It comes from the intention you have when you bring up your trauma. Trauma. Because the audience, the listener, the person hearing you says and picks up on the fact that you need someone to hug you. You need someone to say, I'm so sorry. Can't believe that happened. Every time you bring up your trauma, they feel the need to coddle you. Every time you bring up your trauma, they feel the need to pity you. To empathize with you. It shouldn't be that way. That says a lot about the way that you're leading the conversation. The way that you're leading the presentation of the trauma. Have conversations, yes. Have realizations, yes. But do not attach yourself to the feeling of someone giving you pity, empathy, or coddling you. Do not. Absolute red flag. Do not. Because you will live your whole life in that victim mentality, in that victim state. Victimizing yourself time and time again as more things in this life happen to you. Because look, it's a series of unfortunate events in this world. It's not a perfect world. You don't get it all. But mercy stands in God, who is still merciful, who loves us, who walks us through it. Change your outlook on this world because yes it's a series of unfortunate events but there's beauty in that there's growth in that when you desire that growth when you change your conversation on the things that have happened to you when you forgive and you direct blame and shame on the people who deserve it not god not yourself not everyone else around you have order in the justice in the in the rule you hold over life over yourself over people they did you dirty they deserve the shame they deserve the conversation confrontation of you did wrong not everyone else don't hold that blame to everyone else it's not fair and don't hold other people to hold that burden of pity me every time I bring this topic up hold me tight every time I bring this topic up I'm not saying you don't need that emotional support. Yes, you do. But don't fall in love with it so much that you will love it so much that you will live your entire life that way. Because you will not grow. You will not grow. You choose not to grow because you're already comfortable. And I'll just leave that at that. Just ask yourself if the conversations you have around trauma reflect your answers. If you like If you see yourself as a victim, if you enjoy pity, excessive empathy, and coddling. Now, a strong person does not ignore or suppress what was, what happened, and how it affected or impacted them. They don't just ignore it. They don't just suppress it. They still confront. They deal with it. And they seek to understand the truth. What is the truth? The truth is how I felt. The truth is what they did. The truth is their intentions. The truth is so many aspects that surround this trauma, this event, this continuous behavior, this continuous treatment. They address it. They look for the truth. And the truth, God is the way, the truth, and the life. You will find it when you seek God. Because when you seek God, he's changing you. He's molding you. He'll reveal these things to you. And he'll give you the peace. Peace. The way you need it. A strong person confronts the situation at hand when they come to the realization, when God presents it, when God surrounds them and leads them to the truth. They can confront it, they can sit with their emotions, and they're not scared. So, they're not so. Scared, they're not too scared that they won't confront it and move through it. Then, that same strong person who was strong enough to face the truth and sit with their emotions and deal with it can come to terms with what is now in their control and what isn't in their control. Look, they can't change the past, that's okay, but they can create distance, they can create distance with that perpetrator, they can create distance. So that they're now in a safe space, so they're not on survival mode. So they're not continuously receiving disrespect, and so they're not continuously receiving more trauma, more abuse. What can they control? What more can they control after creating distance? Is the inner healing. Treating the symptoms of it. So for me, it was insecurity, people-pleasing, overcompensation, loneliness, inferior complex. I treated those, I dealt with them, I'm like, that's, I pointed them out, this is what it, how it's affected me, so now I can treat them individually, but also the most important is heal the core. The core is your hurt, the core is pulling it out of the root, and I prayed so much, I said, God, I'm so tired of being insecure, God, I want to forgive them, I want to just let go, heal the core. Who more powerful than you is God, and he can heal the core with you. You have intention, you have desire, you are willing to do the work, and he is there with you to heal it. Right, moving forward. Moving forward, this same strong person moved forward. They conquered, they grew. They didn't remain defenseless and a victim. No, they didn't, they forgave. They forgave because they needed that. They needed that freedom in their heart. They created the necessary distance. They created boundaries, new boundaries that reflect love for themselves, that reflect healthiness in who they are. They love themselves. They love the complexity within themselves. They love the different aspects of themselves, their passions, their interests, the people who now surround them, who are healthy. They love. They love themselves. They love God. They don't see themselves through the lens of the trauma. No, they don't. They know know what happened. They're not oblivious. They're not living in a lie they don't see themselves as that person because they're not that person they didn't do that to themselves it happened but they don't see themselves as that trauma again they love themselves they've come to terms but they know that they're more than that. that they're a person who loves they're a person who has interest who works hard they're a person who has a job who has a education they're a person who Moves forward even after the realization of what their life was. They're a person with friends. They're a person who has new relationships. They're a person with positive relationships with the family as best they can. (laughs) Okay, they're a person who's complex. They're more than what was. They see themselves as free. They're free in their body, in their, in this world. They're free. They don't hold chains over themselves. They're free to walk alone. They're free to be with people. They're free. They're strong. Because they could they could face and confront the worst part that was hidden within them. They could confront that, pull it out, yank it out by the roots. They could confront that. They're a strong person. God was with them to help them. How can how can anything else come up and confront them and hurt them? Even if it did, it can't kill them. They're going to move forward and grow from it. Believe that. If you are that strong person, you will grow from it. It can't kill you, but it'll make you stronger. And God allows it so it can make make you stronger. They see themselves as worthy. They see themselves as changed. They're worthy of love. They're worthy of blessings. They're worthy of respect. They're changed. They move differently now. So I want you to become this strong person after the fact. You are more than that. You are more than what happened. So I want you to come to this place. Where are you in your healing journey? Focus on the finish line. You're that strong person who moves forward. Life won't get easier, but you are stronger. You are more equipped to go through it. Don't forget God's role in your change, in your growth. He's the one who prepares the arena for you. He's the one who circles you with warriors to fight with you. He's the one who's willing to remove every evil force around you. God loves you. Don't forget his role in your change and your healing and your growth. Don't forget it. Let him have the glory and be happy that he was willing to change you. Lastly, remember this. You are more than your traumas. You're more than your burdens. You're more than a bad day. You're more than the small negative things. You're more than the big negatives that have happened, that have occurred. Let them go. You're more than that. That shame is not for you, but you can move through it. Find confidence in knowing I want change, so I will work for change. I will seek the God who is willing to work in me for that change. What more can I say? I am so thankful to God that we have this platform so that I can talk about these topics for 30 minutes instead of, like, having to limit myself to 10 minutes on Instagram stories. And I know people were tap, 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 tapping through it (laughs) who didn't really want to see it. But, oh, my God, he's so good. I'm so happy. I'm so grateful. My co-worker teacher mentor friend love her she plays many roles in so many people's lives she's amazing she let me take home seven composition books she was like in each of these separated by different topics and aspects of your life so i have mental health which is where i wrote this podcast episode In i wrote dating i wrote health fitness beauty and fashion i wrote mentorship I wrote college education and academics. I wrote friendships. This last one. This last one's about Jesus principles values faith, and when those values principles and my faith is tested in the world, I'm an elected outcast, y'all. I have to act different. I have to move different. So, yeah, this was so helpful. I mean, I'm so thankful that she even like got me to separate this because what am I going to do I'm going to organize my thoughts organize my messages and I can go to this book and look through it pertaining the category it's about so I don't know maybe that'll help someone I'm so thankful that she had this idea that God put wisdom in her to share that with me and wow it's going to be so helpful thank you guys for listening to this podcast thank you for the time that you set aside whether you were doing something while listening or whether you simply just sat and listened. However however long you listened for, thank you. I thank God. And I pray that you are edified, that you take some positive from this message, and that you grow. I want to see you at the finish line. I want you to be that strong person. Only God can do it. Won't he do it? Yes, he will. Yes, he will. Amen. God bless you all. I love you. Bye.